0: attention pokemon players you are listening to triple p the pittsburgh pokemon podcast on today's episode J- uh, chuck gets in a twitter battle jake prince labels and triple p gets run over by an eight-year-old chuck certainly did we bet did uh yeah, so all how of has this,
1: been? <laughs> all of those things did happen. Yes, yes, all of those things did
0: happen. Yes, yeah, so happy New Year's, everybody. Uh it, this is our first episode of 2023. Um, and just by our intros there, uh Chuck was here at my house during New Year's. We celebrated New Year's together, it was fun. Um, but Chuck, I want to hear your takes of uh of your weekend, of the new year, all that uh for this week. Uh first.
1: Yes, uh so uh i wanted to see some friends for new year's and jake you were you were so welcoming and uh we got to party for new year's um party, and animals, and here. party animals yes i think we were both asleep by 12 so. <laughs> 15 <laughs> but uh yeah it was fun uh i got to hang out with you and your fam and do a bunch of fun stuff um did get rolled over by your son uh in pokemon we did play pokemon i did not ring uh could not win a game into the new year <laughs> no nope. so that was that was a great great experience on that that front but it was it was all fun um ended up seeing uh, a couple other friends during the weekend as well uh and then visited my obviously my parents as well uh in the time so hey, you um, do that. yep family and friends over the new year weekend um I also can't be remiss without saying that uh, I started the weekend going to Locals on Friday night, and I played Fossils for everybody. Yes, finally. Finally, you played the Fossils. (laughs) I executed my punishment, and I really tried to make a deck that I thought would actually not just be adding four identified Fossils. I tried to make it thematic, as I've been with everything else, so... I made a fossil theme deck, and it was bad. And uh, it, it, I went, I, I did like a like a play by play, not not play by play, but like a rundown as I was going through locals. But I finished the day uh, two, we know one 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 two two, and my one win was because I beat the fictitious buy person. <laughs> so um, it's still yeah, a win, baby. Uh, got one win managed to tie a couple people which those were the two games that i actually won one of the two matches that i got to play so i could win but uh it was hard even when i got my initially like dream setup that i was going for to actually still pull out the victory um so uh just to give anyone who hasn't seen it or anything i used uh Armaldo, uh which was released <laughs> in silver tempest um so if you don't know what he does, uh, he which you wouldn't because he's a fossil of evolution Pokemon and you won't play fossils, but he uh does he does he knocks that for one energy. He just if you have 100 HP or less, you're knocked out, so that's it. So the fun portion of the deck was let's get some fossil guys evolving and then we'll we'll use an earthen seal stone and we'll just start taking knockouts for one energy. It was fun. Except uh the reason why no one plays fossils is cuz you can't search
0: fossils, right? If the fossils were a pokemon, I think it might have a chance to be pretty okay, um, but not it's being just, able to if you start it in your hand and you have just a bunch of fossils, it doesn't count. You can't yeah, you but, have to just shuffle them back in. It's, whole, yeah. it's so
1: bad. <laughs> and that's like the worst part cuz like not that, like, I mean, we have a bunch of Pokemon search, but like, I sit there with like a quick ball on my hand. And I was like, well, the only thing I need is a fossil, and this is useless for it. So right. I just couldn't like reliably chain uh, fossils, and it ended up re- relying on almost V to just cheat Anorith in uh, via right. his attack. Uh, but then I gave up two prizes. So it was, it was just, it, it was a downhill battle because I couldn't keep up. And, like, well, uh, I, I know in, that in we said, one... sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, in our one match against Brody, I got my dream setup on turn <laughs> that one. That's true. And still, man, and you watched me just lose to Mew Max after. That. <laughs> well, my, son Mew
0: V-Max. my son knows Mew Max. My son knows Mew uh well. Uh, and if you just give him the dream setup, uh, it doesn't matter. He'll just mill the wedding you uh, and get off those plays. So, yeah, unfortunately for you, you were playing against Mew, so it, it did hurt. Uh, and I know we said last week or last time I said you had to play uh, the deck twice because you did miss, uh, but the deck is so bad. I feel bad. I'm not going to make you play it again. Um, uh, you played, I saw you play it here in person against my son, against myself, against a Mew. And I don't even know what I was playing. I was probably playing some kind of jinx. Um, and you know, the deck just never did what it wanted to do. So I'm not going to force you to do that. Uh, so uh, it is what it is, but thank you for for thank you for trying. Thank you for coming uh, for New Year's, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you. How was your weekend? Uh, my um, weekend
0: was pretty good. I mean, I was actually on vacation this whole week. Uh, so I spent the whole week with my son because he was on winter break, um, and I had some PTO to burn. Uh, so we just basically hung out uh, and played video games because it's been really cold here in Pittsburgh, especially the first half of the vacation. Uh, so stayed inside. I played a lot of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is um a great game. Uh it's it's really fun. Uh the replayability is great. Um, but uh you know, played a lot of that. And then when my son was playing it, I was playing a lot of live. Uh so playing a lot of yell Um, and he's trying to jump in here with Frey Coco in the background. Um, thank you, bud. Um, and then um, where was I at? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh Breath of the Wild. Uh, I feel like that game is Scarlet and Violet tried to copy that game and didn't do quite as good of a job. Uh, So even though I'm a huge Pokemon fan, I still think just Breath of the Wild is better. Uh, But yeah, playing, playing a lot of video games all weekend with my son. It was, it was fun. Um, Then had you come over, uh, played some Pokemon, had the new years. uh, We kicked off or ended the year, right? Playing some PTs or Pokemon just in general. Um, And then, as far as Christmas and all that stuff, I ended up getting a really cool portable label machine. And I said I'm labeling stuff. So I've been labeling my decks, my my binders, uh, really organizing everything. I bought more deck boxes, more binders, everything. Just so everything is nice and neat. Getting ready for a rotation. Um, I have plenty of like, empty ETB boxes now that will be uh, Pokemon uh, expanded. Uh, trainers expanded items expanded all that kind of stuff uh so it'll be nice and easy to go find any card i need um for no matter what format i want so i was really pumped about that um so yeah that was basically all i did is just play video games label stuff and play pokemon and try to stay warm uh because it it was cold
1: it was very cold, but I can confirm that you, this guy is super excited about a label maker and, and organizing stuff. So
0: I know. Well, okay, another side tangent that's not Pokemon. And I apologize, everybody. But when I was a kid, <laughs> I used to organize coins. And by organizing coins, like my parents would have a big jar, or I'd get a big jar or whatever of coins, and then I would organize them all—all all pennies, all all dimes, all nickels, and stuff like that. And then I would, um, depending on the rarity, I would like even do it by year um, after I get them in their subsets and categories. So I've always liked organizing <laughs> things like that. So right up my alley with that label maker just gave me an excuse. My, ma- my wife was looking at me like I was crazy, but you know, it had
1: to be done. Yeah, you can, if you could see my desk, you could see how much I don't like organizing. So, well, I'll come over sometime and, <laughs>
0: and organize for you. <laughs> I, I mean, you've been over to my house more since you moved to Ohio uh, than you have when you lived in Pittsburgh. So I feel like I need to go over to your place at some point. So I'll help you out. Um, We need to help you with your backdrop. We need to help you with your, your Pokemon organization skills. Uh, So we'll go from there.
1: I got got a poster up. All right. Yeah. Right. I still got a (laughs) wall.
0: Right. I've been saying that
1: for like six months, but Hey, you have been, you have been, I think
0: that still was there. The last time we did a live stream, your, your, your room looked exactly the same.
1: (laughs) Pretty much.
0: All right. Well, that I think is enough about us and uh, our week that was. Uh, again, Happy New Year's. Um, the first category I do want to talk about um, going into the New Year's now, um, since this is our technically our first year of competitive play IRL, um, and this is our first New Year's since that happened. So um, I want us to both give our Pokemon um new year's resolutions uh for this uh 2023 year season whatever you want to call it um what, is, what are your resolutions for the pokemon tcg uh, this year
1: i uh, <laughs> this is hard i haven't really thought of what a good resolution would be um for me um cuz i'm still working on like kind of last year's of getting better competitively but mm-hmm. uh, uh i can't remember i had a thought when we started this podcast cuz you talked you right. started it, and then i forgot forgot exactly well, what it was i will jump say. in
0: then and give you some time yeah. to think about it i have a couple um so obviously get better at competitive play there's a lot of different uh aspects of that being able to read the meta being able to um you know just make Right sequencing decisions, which is easy enough to say um, to, in practice is a little harder, um, but definitely my biggest one for, you know, competitive Pokemon is make day two. Um, you know, scale it back. I've been very, very close um, a number of times. I uh, just need to find find that one more win uh, to make day two. So that is number one goal um, to make day two. get better at the Pokemon game in different aspects of the game. Uh, and number two is just be a better opponent, especially locally. Um, and I'm not saying I'm a bad opponent, um, but sometimes, depending on the work week um or or just my day or or whatnot, sometimes I'm just kind of in like a I'm there, uh, but not necessarily in the most chatty moods or not necessarily like not necessarily like I'm being mean, but not, you know what I mean. Um, make it more pleasant, especially for locals against against people, you know, abroad. Obviously, you want to be pleasant in, in all that. Um, but I think it's even more important for just doing that with your local players because these are the players that you grow with, uh, that you you know develop friendships with. And I know um even though I, I kind of basing this off my last game with Steve the Good, um, uh, where it was a very close game, he ended up winning. Um, and it was actually the most enjoyable game of the, of the whole, you know, day for me. Um, But just looking back at it, I just feel like I may have not had the right, like projected the right attitude or or, uh, out there, which there was nothing I had issue with him at all. Uh, But just kind of, you know, making myself more of a welcoming player, I guess. That's a good one.
1: That's how he's good. Um, All right, Chuck, I've stalled for you long enough. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, I have one. I do remember what I wanted to do. Um, uh, I had a resolution uh, when it comes to the Pokemon. I wanted to try. I want to try and actually like make, I don't know, like a video content of something. Uh, And I think I'm going to do it rather than online material, but I want to make some sort of tabletop content um, using. You know, obviously, real cards and and making a a, tabletop form. And my thought was actually to go down because going back, making this fossil deck, it was actually a fun experiment to try and make this. So I want to try and make just like, I don't want to make rogue decks because people do that. And I, but I want to make like decks based off of things that people really wouldn't want to use and maybe even like, not maybe random or like fan driven, like something they want to see, like a Pokemon be used in a deck somehow that you don't know, you don't usually see, um, something like that. So I, I think I might try and explore that avenue. I'm not to st- put any kind of stipulation on like one a week or something like that, but I I would at least try want to try and make some type of that content this year. Um, Fun rogue stuff because I really have fun doing it, and I kind of want to share the process and the fun with it because you want to make the deck work. But obviously, there's obviously, there's things behind it. You have to like test and stuff, and it, it's fun. I think you remind me of
0: something because I actually had this thought and talked about this to one of this uh, the store uh, you know employees that we go to at Hero Heroes Inc every Thursday. Um, I want to record my games, not have them like don't stream them necessarily, even though the store wants to start streaming games, Um, but just record the games and then rewatch them and then maybe like do something online here um, while we watch watch the games and I kind of, um, you know, play, uh, you know, commentator to my own games and, and kind of learn from any mistakes um, and, and call myself out. Hey, this was a misplay. I could have gone down this road. This would have been better. Or hey, I played that great. Or my opponent did this, and I didn't notice it at the time. Small things like that. I think will help me. One, it'll help the community. Um, but two, just being able to talk those things out loud. um You know, even just beforehand, uh before the stream here, I was playing on on uh, with the chat, and everybody was helping me, or not necessarily helping me, like you do this, do this, this, but like oh, this is a play you can make, or this is a play you could have made, and blah, blah, blah. And those kind of opportunities always, always help. Uh, so uh, that's another thing I definitely want to try to do um, this year. Uh, just, just get more online here with the community uh, and make better content. Um, I know we make an awesome podcast. I love this. I've said to you many times, uh, even if we had you know one listener, I would still do this every week with you. Um, but luckily, yeah. we have an awesome community of awesome people to to help listen or listen, uh, help us grow. Um, and you know some of the friendships we've made um, through this has been awesome. I just want to expand that um, and do more content and try to reach more people.
1: yeah, and that's uh, that's why I want to try and expand a little bit more myself this year. Um, now that last summer was kind of uprooted with moving, then, winter is always crazy time like christmas holiday time for a lot of people especially for me uh, so now that i can get into more of a structured lifestyle i can uh, carve out a little bit more time hopefully um to do something like that so right
0: right well that's awesome um yeah i think there's definitely a lot of room for improvement for both of us um and room that we can grow and hit our goals for the year, I guess.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, otherwise like competitively playing competitively, like they're this, my goal, my resolutions would be the same things I set forward, uh, at the beginning of the season, this competitive season. I want to, I want to make a day two and, uh, and that's pretty much the next step in my line. Cause then I'm, I'm taking it step-by-step. Step. So, uh, I have to, uh, make day two is the next thing that I want to do. So I hope I'm I'm there with you. Unfortunately, I can't go to Fort Wayne. Um,
0: I want you to make it there, but I also don't, because I want your first one, uh, you, the first time you clinch day two, uh, for me to be there, but obviously I would love, love, love to make, or have you do that, uh, before that.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I'm still, I'm still in the mind. I'm still, practicing and doing things that i think i can to get there and uh, hopefully oh I we're can... not
0: far off like your yeah. play and my play like just through the last year year and a half two years like it's definitely improved i've seen it on both of our ends um and yeah. we're not far off we both have just missed cut multiple times so we're there uh we'll get there we just got to have a little bit more luck go on our side a little bit more um you know patience or or less tilt uh that goes on there
1: yeah well that was I was right there at Baltimore, like uh, I played nine meaningful rounds of Pokemon so that the last round was a winning in that I didn't win. So that's where I was sitting there. And then I just mismanaged, I think I just mismanaged testing and everything for when it came down to Toronto, that I just walked into there, not basically not ready. So, uh, and it showed in results. So uh that's that's where it is and then that's where i i I, the competitive drive i just want to go back again but like i don't i don't have the funds to just drive to the next regional that right.
0: (laughs) i know i want to go to the the one in tennessee i don't know if i'm going to be able to because it doesn't seem like anybody locally can go or wants to go Um, but if there's anybody that wants to potentially that's close to the Pittsburgh that wants a carpool or wants to share a room, I may be interested. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's enough about our resolutions. Um, Let's jump into the next topic of the day. Um, I think this one's a little interesting since we're in a weird spot in the, in the Pokemon TCG right now. Um, You know, playing to, Either prepare for regionals or just playing to have fun. Um, I feel there's at least an NA. I don't know about the rest of the world, but an NA. I feel like there's three vastly different metas that we can play in right now. Um, we've got our local play. Um, so uh, at our local LGSs, our local community um, that those will vary between each other. Uh, but you got your locals. Then you got uh, PTCGO, which I feel like PTCGO you kind is like a hodgepodge of everything. You can see. Um, you know, the meta decks, you can see e- Lugia's, um, you can see the, you know, all the meta decks uh, up, up until like Eternatus, uh, the new ADP 2.0 again, uh, because yeah, you know, I've just seen a bunch of random things there. Um, and then you got PTCGL, uh, which I feel PTCGL is, if you want to get the Lugia mirror match, there's, there's where you want to go. Or if you want to get just a Lugia counter deck there's where you want to go because I feel like 90% of the matches are Lugia and I can't complain because half of those are myself too. I think a lot of people playing on live right now, that's either their only deck or one of two decks because uh it, the game really lended itself to being able to uh get Lugias pretty easily there. Um, So well, I just feel yeah. like there's like three different uh, avenues of where you could do if you're as a player, uh, no matter what you're, Goals are well, in the Pokemon game. It was,
1: it was weird because, uh, depending on when you got in on the beta um, or whatnot, like you would have gotten basically like a free different starter deck, kind of like I think when they first launched, like they were Zorark was the thing that like everyone had or something like that. Um, not to mention that like that there's like you know the nine just give decks that they have in there that aren't complete, but. Uh with live, like they launched the basically rest of the US where you can play, and the rest of maybe I guess the I think it was complete world, um, where they're basically adding the biggest influx of players and giving them all Lugia. So that's mm-hmm. why I think everyone was just like, Well, we all have Lugia, and not, I mean, I know a lot of players that are just sitting there not transferring stuff for multitude of different reasons. Um, Guilty. <laughs> uh, uh, so they're sitting on um, just basically Lugia. Like, that's it. So, I mean, some people may have made one or two other decks, but depending on what they got, but uh, I'm just sitting on two decks as is, so. Right. I mean, it, so again, if you want that lugia practice especially going
0: into regionals because i feel like regionals you're still going to see probably probably a little less than 20 percent, but you're still going to see a vast amount of lugia so if you want those go ahead um and play on live um if you want other decks especially online stick with ptcgo at the moment um uh there's all the the top meta decks right now you still see plenty of lugia uh, but you see the lost box a variety of different reasons or a variety of different types um Eternatus is really hot right now um i was i've been on that deck and i have a little gripe there a little bit later um but uh I, Eternatus is hot um you still have got uh the mu v max you're seeing a lot of mu there um and this that and everything uh you still see reggie's uh reggie's are kind of one of those decks that keep just popping in and out of the meta um so if you want more variety online uh, definitely PTC geo is the way to go yeah um and then I don't know about you and your locals there um and I know well, I know you uh specifically because you were playing that fossils deck but I feel like at least here in Pittsburgh um for you know for any reason or that I feel like most players are just anti-lugia they they've played it they played against it they just they're over it um they'll play anything but it feels like uh, so I know a lot of people locally right now are really on Reggie uh, Drago uh, V or V Star um, that deck trying to make that work. Um, <clears throat> I've seen some Gudra in play. Gudra's still a deck that's um, I wouldn't say a tier meta right now, but definitely can catch people off guard. Um, so it's it's fun to play, you know, locally against um, a lot of decks that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Um, And it's not just Lugia or Mew, even though you're still seeing some of that, um, at least here in
1: Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, locally for me, I know I've said this multiple times. I felt like no one's ever wanted to get on the Lugia train. Last week was the first time I've actually seen a Lugia at our. So, uh, and I mean, uh, it almost won the day, but um my team challenge partner ended up winning the day. So woo, good there for you her. go. Go Val. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it, we, it's the same thing. Not a lot of people have wanted to jump on the train. I've had a couple people locally that, that may have picked up some of them, but no one's really um, like championed it. Like this is what I'm going to play. Um, a lot of people – I will say my meta is still kind of a little bit. There's, they're still in Lost Origin a little bit. Like they, they, there's a lot of people that still like uh, Kiram, a lot, which is has its place because if you're not seeing Lugia, then it's not bad. So, um, and there's other weird stuff too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's me playing fossils, um, and there's always someone that like fun
0: too. Yeah. For sure, but I mean, I think it's just a great different kind of variety. You can kind of just jump into different, different metas depending on what your flavor, uh, you know, the flavor you want of the day is. Um, so I think it's just unique um, right now because, say what you want about live, um, after they fixed their their issues, um, since we've you know discussed this a couple of weeks ago, since it's been available for all North America and beyond. Uh, I feel like the platform's pretty good. Uh, It's still a pretty good working platform. Uh, And we already have PTCGO, which is obviously a working platform. Uh, So we have two platforms to work on online, which not a lot of games can say right now. Um, And then also, you know, the the locals is always different flavor as well.
1: I mean, this is a little bit of a hot take, not really on the topic, like kind of on topic, but I think the fact that we have two online platforms um, at the moment is creating more drama in the fact that it needs to be because um, we're constantly sitting here comparing the two uh, while right. one works and one doesn't work. Or it works.
0: It works half the time. PCL works half the time since they changed, they fixed the energy uh, scuffle. Yeah. Um, it's been fine, but uh, yeah, they need to put a little bit more work into it. Um Especially in a coding, you know, aspect before car- cards drop, um, and have you know don't have so many cards that are banned before it's like ready, ready to go. I feel like it's close though, um, to to a working version, and I, I feel after after team challenge, it's probably going to be the main and only version, and uh, O will be sunsetted.
1: Well, I'm gonna say this too much to everyone's chagrin, probably because. I'm probably the only person that, well, like, I don't know, everyone keeps saying, like, please, please to stop doing live and 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 save online. But uh, I can tell you with almost, like, a Jake Gearheart 99% certainty that Pokemon's not going to do that. So, like, I feel like I just, like, at this point when I hear so much people, like, every day there's someone complaining about live, like, I get it, it has issues, but like sometimes you just gotta get on the train and deal with it a little bit because it works. Um, but the the I'm just tired of hearing people complain about aesthetics of it. Like the game works. I'm fine so with this. The aesthetics. way it is, the it is what it is. But like also the way that they implemented it, like they shouldn't even announce this game, but they did. So they did. it's that cat's out of the bag. We can't bottle it back up because obviously it's not ready. But what you're seeing is building a card game with a bazillion interactions with cards happen in front of you. Like, so like I've I've done I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a game designer, but I've designed games and I've seen things where you're working on something completely different in a game design and has nothing to do with energies you put it in and all of a sudden your energy doesn't work mm-hmm. it happens i mean i don't i, I don't I, granted i mean we usually don't see that kind of stuff because if you're you're implementing things like this it's usually not out for release yet but hey um that's where we're at they're pushing it out they want it out quickly so i'm in con- i'm like in agreement with you like i i foresee once team challenge over. challenge uh, I just see live being the thing. I don't. I think they might not even put Scarlet and Violet in online uh, at all. So probably not. I think they're trying not to at least. Uh, just because at, at one point in time it's got to move over, like the Pokemon is not going to pay for two online clients. They're not going to pay Darf Direwolf to keep making online and pay the live crew to make the same game. So they're going to move over to one
0: and it's going to be the new much agreed all right well uh, all right kind of reminded look, me when you uh when chest. you said yeah i mean you, it was definitely a valid point <laughs> I, I, I for sure uh but you you almost got off the hook with uh your twitter battle you you mentioned uh and we're gonna go a little off the the grid here uh jake Earhart, yeah. and you uh got in a little twitter scuff uh and you you went down you went down the ra- rabbit hole probably more than you expected or intended
1: to well it was a i wouldn't say it was a scuff i mean we weren't like bad-mouthing each other i met a little bit you know he has that when he says certain things he has a little bit of that trolly energy with like you know quoting numbers or saying things. so i met that at the start but then we just discussed we were just discussing rapid rapid strike malamar's viability after rotation um uh so I'm one that I think Rapid Strike Malamar is low-key available to be played now and could be good after by, after rotation because if you go and read the Twitter battle, basically the only card it's losing is Ordinary Rod. And I refuse to think that there's not going to be a way to recover Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet. Well,
0: some versus is going to lose the Chanchino Minchino, but it's also going it's to not, gain okay. a backup attacker in the Curlias, right?
1: And well, no, it, loses, it will lose, well, some will say it's it's losing Inteleon, um, but you, Yeah. and I've always played it with Cinchino because I feel like Cinchino always has the higher damage potential. Inteleon will be consistent at hitting something in the 200s mm-hmm. every turn. You'll be consistent at doing that. But I feel like Inteleon has a problem getting to 280 and to 320. Where Sincino can do, where Sincino could do that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we now can throw out Sincino because you don't need Sincino. You have Corellia, and Corellia opens you to uh, the best thing you could possibly ask for in terms of Malamar in Buddy Catch Glade. So you guarantee yourself a Cynthia's Ambition every turn. So you can just get seems to eight, good. yeah, and then you can good. also refine off of that. Um, and if you're not using it, you just go get a rapid like, If you don't need an ambition, you just go get another rapid strike card. You can also use Gardevoir and just get two cards with the Shining Arcana if you want. And there's ways you can use some of them as backup attackers, it's a little harder. Um, I mean, it's better than like, make or it's better than uh than Minchino, though, right? Or yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you can actually hit for a significant amount of damage if you are facing another one prizer deck yeah um but we were going back and forth because uh me and jake because he thinks his electric box is just going to ko it because the single prizes i don't know um
0: i i invited him to come on the cast and defend it but i think that that electric box um flappy electric box just seems clunky especially compared to uh malamar rap malamar so i i tend to side with you but I can't wait to, uh, you know yeah. potentially have him on again and uh we can have a little bit of uh deck theory crafting uh battles
1: I guess <laughs> yeah I mean we basically were just like theorying that our decks that we were championing were more streamlined and better suited for later in the meta um but um yeah it was it was fun I don't know we, no one was, yeah. no, there we was no there was gonna, no, we no there were at, one, there was at each other's throats <laughs> at least i don't oh, think right. so no i, don't know. I, if, I if jake I, I, was over on the other side mad as i'll get up that would be news to me but hey he's not true. Nah, he's not that kind of guy all right yeah. let's uh let's jump into the middle
0: of the show shenanigans um and jump into our trivia to start it's, it's time, time for trivia, trivia trivia
1: um all right uh oh you want me to go first i have the i have the, ch- the curve yeah
0: here. i again if anybody new listening i'm about to get destroyed we even had a uh um, award segment in our last episode uh, with best trivia person and that's definitely Chuck over here um, as far as like I, like part of the triple P um, I'm not very good at this especially when it comes to rapid fire I know the cards I just my brain doesn't work that fast that I can just pull that information straight out so I'm a little worried but let's go for it
1: um, I gotta, gotta change the
0: timer here Yes, one minute on the clock. So if you guys don't know what's uh, going to happen, he's going to ask me 10 rapid-fire questions. Uh, hold on, yeah. hold
1: on. Okay. I'm changing this. Because, oh, you're changing? Yes, I'm, I'm throwing trainers at you. So this is going to be oh. i I'm going to give you a minute and a half on the clock because there's more words to be read. read. All right? But are these all
0: like softballs or are these like hard crap like Riley? Like I'm going to have to pull something out of the hat out of bag.
1: Um, they they should be uh, these are things that I think are softballs, but then again, it, it, but the rap I'm bad at rapid ridiculous. fire. Okay,
0: enough of the excuses. Let's just go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I'm gonna read five supporters, Best out of five, and then I have these are all standard, and then I have a bonus expanded question, a bonus expanded supporter for you if you can get that. Support get a bonus. These are okay. all well. These are all trainers. And I just gave you a God hint it. for your your bonus point. So these are all trainer cards. That's why I gave you a minute and a half because I have to read a little bit more. But you ready? Go for it. No I'm in trouble. All right. The retreat cost of both active Pokemon is two colorless more. Gallarmin. Draw three cards. Pop. Shuffle your hand into your deck. Then draw four cards. If your active Pokemon is your only Pokemon in play, draw eight cards instead. Oh crap! That's not. I was going to say judge. I, I'm not going to know judge. Search your deck for a Pokemon with 90 HP or less. Reveal it and put it in your hand and shuffle your deck. Level ball. This Pokemon, this card is attached to, gets plus 30 HP. Uh, plus 30. Plus 30 HP. Uh, big Charm. Okay. Uh, this is your bonus question. Switch one of your opponent's bench Pokemon with their active Pokemon. If you do, switch your active Pokemon with your bench Pokemon. Paula your boy. Guzma. <laughs> all right. That is all six. <laughs> and you got uh, four out of the five. I'll give you Hop. I actually used Friends of Galore. Oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> I know. Um, and then you missed the Kabu is the one you missed.
0: Oh, okay. I, I could have probably shuffling. got it, but I was trying to
1: just get through it. <laughs> yeah. That is the shuffle your hand into your deck. Draw four. Uh, and Uh, But your Guzma got you five out of five. So Chad, you can let it chat and all your listeners, you can let me know if those are softballs or not. No, they kind of
0: were. <laughs> if I got them that fast,
1: they were. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: All right, let's see if this is a softball. This is either going to be like you're going to knock it out of the park or it's going to be a hard one. Um, so um, I'm playing name that Pokemon this attack or uh, ability belongs to. It's standard uh, at standard legal as per the use. Uh So today's Pokemon attack name is Whimsy Tackle.
1: What? Whimsy Tackle? Are you trying? This, you're baiting me. You're baiting it's me. It's
0: literally printed on a standard card, and I seen it, and I had to do it. I don't have the card in front of me, but I seen it,
1: and I had to pick this card because you're the whimsy watch. Whimsy Whimsycott does not have whimsy tackle on any standard card, so this is another. It has to probably be a fairy pokemon. It's standard legal.
0: <sighs> I have a hint if you if you're getting it a little further that might help. Can I have a little bit of a hint? Okay, so this is uh, like if we're playing that flavor text you are losing some points on this if you're getting it, but it okay, is okay. a trainer gallery.
1: It's a trainer gallery card. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't think Eldegoss had a trainer gallery. Not that that would tackle. it oh, this going to be a dog of some sort? Rockruff? Is a trainer gallery? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Rockruff
0: i don't know nope it's pikachu in the trainer gallery where he's sleeping uh taking a nap with uh, i don't remember her name but it's his his, one of his attacks is uh whimsy tackle i can't read off the exact damage and if it did anything else because i don't have the card in front of me i just remember seeing whimsy tackle um and i thought of you when i saw it and i love that card because that card art is awesome
1: that was nowhere near Pikachu on that one. So <laughs> let's go. So I win. <laughs> yes. I didn't think win, I'd win this you, week. You win trivia. This may have may have bearings on later things in the episode. No. Yeah, we'll see
0: where we are time-wise here. But um, all right, so that's gonna do it for trivia.
1: That means it's time. Ren, run, car, Ren, car, Ren, car, Ren, car. Yes. and Thanks to our, our Twitch chat. Uh, we did get Rebel Clash. Yeah, so we we actually have a random set to talk about this week. And I will live uh, choose a random card from the 192 cards that are in Rebel Clash. So we have uh, randomly generated number 43. All right. This could be fun. We have Melodic v all right uh so this is a basic v pokemon uh hp 210 water type uh the comes equipped with two attacks um aqua impact for uh water and two colorless uh for 10 plus this attack does 50 more damage for each colorless in your opponent's active pokemon's retreat cost and then for a water and three colorless Hypno Splash 150 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. So, yeah, Melodic V. Um, I was it not this is was this not playable at one point in time early? In sword reason, shape? Yeah, well,
0: like I think it was when um, um, Sena Scorch was kind of a big deck at the time. Um, I think Melodic was never like the mainstay, but definitely like a, a tech attacker. Um, i just don't see it being good enough right now um one if you're going to do a water attacker there's a plethora of different water attackers that are just better um and yeah i i don't think there's any reason to play that card um and right now to be honest with you in this current meta
1: i i'd have to like deep dive look up i believe at one point in time early in sword and shield it was used um That attack, the attack of Aqua Impact with the Retreat cost is something that is a usable attack. Um, I will say that. So if you're trying to fill out a deck based on that, um, you could possibly use Melodic V. Um,
0: It it still
1: feels not uh, good. I'm trying to give it a little bit of a push-up, but it is probably power crept out. mostly because it is only one water and two colorless. So if you're trying to do this uh, attack, Leafy on D-Max is probably your better opportunity. Um, she does more damage uh, per retreat cost and is one less colorless to attack with. But if you wanted to like create a deck that uses multiple uh, attackers of some sort, You might be able to slot a Melodic V in there. It'll probably make the deck a little harder to use, but Leafeon already played Water with Inteleon, so maybe. Um, But that would be the edgest of edge case scenarios I would think this card is used for. It has kind of been power crept out of the game. Things just do better damage now when, when you're talking about Water Attackers. So Right. All right,
0: well... I think that's going to do it for Random Card Madness. Um, I think it's time to uh, take a little break and hear a word from our sponsors.
1: The Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast is brought to you by SportsCard Junction. Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Card Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes Available in-store and online at sportscarjunction.com. Don't forget to check out our weekly league Mondays at 6 p.m. All right. Thank you again, Sports Car Junction. It's always great to uh, be able to run that spot and and, and uh, because you guys enable us to keep doing giveaways, which yes. uh, we get the we have to start another one. It's a yep. new month. New I, it is a new month.
0: And I do it's like the, I, I like the format that we used last month. And it doesn't have to be the triple P ETB giveaway for the, uh, yeah, it, no. it, it could be, I, I like the fact that we did, you know, two words as a phrase, and then we did the giveaway and then kind of left a little bit of reprieve. So it's not like you have to be on top of it. I don't know if you guys
1: in, no, in no, chat, no, or if you, you like like that format over what we did before. I like that format, but I got it, I think. So it's the Triple P New Year New E-T-B for thee. Huh?
0: Huh? Good? Yeah,
1: sure. Sure, sure.
0: sure. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) no matter what it's called, uh, thank you again, Sports Car Junction, for letting us give away the community. We super love doing this. Um, and hope we can, can continue to do this. Um, I know the community the community is very uh, giving uh, to us and we just like to, you know, spread the love back. Yes, uh, yes. But with that being said, uh, the first word of this month's phrase is eternitus Yes, yeah, so uh, make sure to, uh, send myself or Chuck or the podcast itself, uh, a direct message on Twitter or discord. Uh, that way we can track it and get all that stuff. And at the end of the month, we can go ahead and put your name into a raffle for a free ETB, um, to, uh, send out to you at no cost. All you have to do is throw a couple uh keywords to us and, you know, say hi to us on direct messages.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, either for everyone looking for it, um, the link tree will be in the show notes of the podcast if you are listening via Spotify or um, any other podcast method. And if you're in the Twitch chat, I've already posted the link tree in there. So go ahead and um, uh, start sending a, well, send the keyword if you want, and then uh, we'll get you signed up. 100%. All right. So Chuck, what
0: other news do we got? I know there was a lot of uh, Crown Zenith uh, stuff that came out and there's probably too much to talk about overall uh, uh but uh, <laughs> what what was on the your your
1: radar uh with news this week uh there's really only like a lot of crown Zenith like uh cards revealed uh being the 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 gallery the Galarian gallery and like the full arts and stuff like that um so we're starting to see a lot of those in English so like confirmation of them. Um uh, I don't know we'll wanna go down each each and every one. I mean we got the really like the highlights with definitely the ditto's there. Uh the biberel is super sweet. Um these these are all cards that we know mm-hmm. what they do. Um uh, the only uh three that they revealed that are brand new. Um so there's the Kyogre V, which I think we've done spoiled at one point in time, but we're finally getting in, in English. Um, so I'll reiterate that one. Okay. Um, so there's a, it does two attacks, 230 HP Pokemon, uh, dual splash. This attack does 50 damage for two of your opponents uh, to two of your opponents Pokemon. Um, no weakness and resistance, uh, and then Aqua Typhoon. Um, this is for four energy, one water, three colors. 210. During your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack, can't use Aqua Typhoon. Um, so, uh, a little bit of a flex attacker since a lot of it's colorless, like we were talking about with Melodic, mm. um, being the one water energy. Um, but, um, pretty meh when it comes to uh, attackers. So, um, just because, like we said, there's a lot of other really good. Water Attackers at the moment. Yeah, so. At the
0: moment, there's other Water Attackers uh, that I would prefer to go to. Obviously, in the future, it might see play. I don't know. Um, I'm not super impressed with it overall, um, but I've been known to be wrong from time to time.
1: Uh, and then and, uh, we did... I don't know if we talked about it, but we did see the Radiant Charjabug, um as well. Um, kind of a very meh. Uh, radiant to, to be honest. So, whenever any player has a, an ability shocking block, whenever any player attaches an energy card from their hand to one of their Pokemon V, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. Uh, and then it has an attack linear attack for one lightning. This attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon, and that is all probably, so,
0: probably not gonna see like a lot of play like it's may, but it we've seen Zigzagoon have success now, it's not necessarily as. Um, you know, directed at one Pokemon as like, as, as Zigzagoon can be, but you've seen that kind of damage work up. So if, if we're in a meta where we're just, the math is just off on some of these big attackers and it's only 20 more and it costs them that 20 to put an attack up, Um it might see play at the moment. I don't think it's going to see a lot of play, Um but it is it is one card that definitely you should always keep in, you know, at least in your mind, um, to potentially put down depending on where the meta is
1: yeah uh, it, it, the fact that it's a little limited to just Pokemon V it's gonna be a, it's gonna have a very limited shelf life I think um, because we were gonna see V basically swan songed over the next year mm-hmm. uh, So uh, yeah kind of a eh, radiant on that one. Um, and then the last the last thing that we are gonna get for sure is the Rotom V Star finally. Uh, I know a lot of people were they wanted it in the last set with the Rotom V, but we're gonna get the Rotom V Star. No, uh, now for sure. Uh, and that uh, I believe we I believe we talked about this at one point in time, but um, it is the Pokemon tools you to lightning, you put any number of Pokemon tools from your hand, uh, from your discard pile to the lost zone and it does 40 more damage for each card you put in the last one that way. Very similar to the attack, the uh, Rove Tom V's V's attack, but this does more damage. Um, And then the Conversion Star V Star Power lets you, during your turn, you may use this ability, discard any number of cards from your hand, then draw that many cards. So uh, a nice quick way to put a bunch of tools into the discard to then attack with. But... um, So the V-Star will be complete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, And that's pretty much it. The only other big news for coming of new cards is that today uh, they spoiled that Pal pad will be reprinted in Scarlet EX. So that means it will be put into Scarlet and Violet and Pal pad will still be legal. Yes, yes. You don't have to put all your PAL pads into your expanding collection just yet. And I was just getting ready to. <laughs> yep, no, that's a card
0: that will be important depending on the trainers out there, but we're still going to see um, some of the staples um, and some of these cards that are, you know, trainers are going to need to get back out of your discard pile.
1: It's going to be there for all those supporters you need away to your professor's research.
0: So 100%. All right, Chuck, I think that's going to do it for us and the news. Um, with that being said, uh, we do have another regionals uh, coming up this weekend. I know uh, both you and I, uh, unfortunately, can't make it out to San Diego as much as I actually hoped I could, uh, just because I have family out there. Uh, just There was no way that was actually going to happen uh, with my PTO schedules and work schedules and everything like that. Uh, but there's still a uh, relevant meta talk to ha- be had. Um, I think I know right before the last regionals we talked, is the meta solved and since then we have another deck that's kind of popped up um there so definitely the meta is not solved um and this new deck might or not new but it's a new old deck might you know bring to light a couple other decks uh that might actually see some more success depending on where we see this so um chuck let's let's deep dive into some of these uh top decks again um we can go over some of them in more detail than not um, but I do want to start off uh, with the new deck, uh, the new deck in town that's more popular. Um, I, I kind of uh, alluded to it earlier. Uh, I've been on this for a little bit before Texas because our, our good buddy uh, uh, Count the Money uh, was on this deck, played it at, at regionals and got really actually um, he had some pretty success. He obviously didn't end up uh, making it, but uh, the deck has great matchups against the two top decks in the meta um and has a semi favorable i would say against the third um at least at least like a 55 45 um it, against the the loss box depending on how fast of a start you can have um so have you um a got to play it recently um, with the the wheezing uh engine um i think there's a couple cards in this deck that actually make it kind of pop a little bit more than it used to, but have you A, got to
1: play it or play against it? Uh, I've mostly played against it at the moment. Um, I have not built it myself yet. Uh, I had to uh, go back into my kind of storage unit and get Eternatus out uh, (laughs) of Pokemon. Basically go back into the stuff that I thought was not going to be used ever again uh, and find Eternatus and dust him off and say... Hey buddy you're back. What one last ride? Let's take this for another ride. Um so I like it um in in the way it plays um it just uh depending it, it's more it's more wheezing than eternatus Let's just to say that. I
0: mean it is and it isn't. Um so there's okay so I got so wheezing's definitely a, a power play against um, those meta decks, those decks that use abilities. The top three decks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And Weezing can hurt Lost Box because of poison damage. Um, So it could actually take the KO off the poison damage if it sticks everything there um, going into their turn. So then they can kind of rinse and repeat. Um, So against... That's kind of the strategy there. Um, Against Mew, obviously it does... Well, against Mew, if it can equal setup, because one, it does like most of these decks are playing a one of of uh, what's the the dark poke of the, the Drapion, Drapion, um, plus obviously Eternatus just kind of bodies him, um, so it and it kind of just stalls them out at the beginning. So, um, favorable matchups there, I would say slightly favorable if you can set up against Lost Box, um, depending on the board state, and then the big bad, uh, Lugia Visar, um. It does the it hits the right numbers. Um so in addition to stalling them out, um, not letting them evolve um or not letting them use their powers, um, you could um do just uh, fill up your bench, do what Eternatus used to do, right? Uh 270 plus a zigzagoon ping is a knockout. Um that's relevant now. Um when when we were seeing Eternatus get pushed out. That's when we were in V star territory. We're in V, uh, I'm sorry, V max territory. We're in V star territory right now, and that's well within a Zigzacoon ping. Or if there were poison once and an E turn to hit, uh, so you can OCO. Um, so the numbers are good there. Um, I was uh, I wouldn't have brought this up because I wanted to kind of keep it super secret um, to you know <laughs> to try to do well. If I go to if I went to uh, what's it called, um, uh, Tennessee. Uh, but Andrew Mahone made a video and everybody was playing it again. And it was on the ladder. It was at our locals. It's like he let the cat out of the bag. Uh, so, I mean, there's a good reason because against those three, I, feel, I think you're – you're have a pretty decent matchup. I just feel like everything else, it might not.
1: I mean, I, I only speak from the, the playing against – and, uh, I've gotten wheezed most of the time. So <laughs> it just, when you get, when you get wheezed and locked up like that, it's just really hard to, to play, uh, especially against things that, uh, like I was playing, like, so if you managed, like, even when you're playing something that's going to be a little less popular, like a Paukia, uh, you're going to lock them up with the wheezing and just, uh, be able to get to a basically, uh, a point where you can roll, or just you're it's really too hard for them to come back, even if they get out of it. Um, yeah,
0: there's it. there's two cards I want to talk about that really has made this deck pop off because we've had most of these cards available. Um, but it, it's not seen success, even when we were in the RCS meta, right? Um, there, there are were, there were two cards that make this, this deck pop even more. And one of them is the Hisuian Sneasler, um, which really just kind of helps that damage output of the Poison, um, which allows you to take those um, knockouts into the Lost Box going into your turn, or even taking them out with a Zigzagoon Ping, right? Um, So that that damage modifier there with the Sneasler over time is huge. And another one is Forest Seal Stone. Um, It made Mew great, but it's also made Eternatus great. Um, where you can just pick out a card that you need, right? Um, oftentimes, you're like one card off of what you needed um, with like with your professors or your or your crowbats or whatever. You got your card that you need right there um, to get going. Um, even out of Pathlock or something that are, actually there was a third card, um, and I think this stadium abuses this card more than any other currently is the, the um, Temple of Sinnoh. Uh, it plays a four of no matter what version you play. Um, and those hurt the top two decks, especially. Uh, especially when you just keep throwing them down and down and down. Oftentimes, Lugia has one or two options to knock out a, a, a Temple. Uh, and oftentimes, Mew will have a couple. Um, but if you can outpace them with uh, all of that consistency, uh, I think that's where it's at. Uh, so those three cards, I think, it really, really made the deck, um, really, really pop.
1: The thing about the deck that stands out to me, the last, the last thing I'm going to bring about it, um, is the the uh, the four Marnie three Judge count. Um, basically, you're saying I'm going to hopefully quickly not give you abilities, and then you're going to play with a new four card hand every turn. Unless you're clearly playing nothing good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unless you clearly are already like locked up. So, um, that right there, like the disrupt, the amount of disruption, I really like just being able to, because your own engine doesn't require that much. Like you have your Crobats and everything to do, do that. You really can lean your supporters into just that all that disruption. And, um, I really, really like that version, like that point of that, that,
0: that, that, what it does hundred percent. So again, I think the stock is definitely way up on Etern. Um, I don't know how much of an effect of one tricky gym video, um, and some success it's seen. uh, like moderate success at the Arlington, um, regionals. Um, but, people's eyes are on it so we'll see how much the meta how much of a meta share it has but i feel like the deck is a pretty good spot definitely a better spot than it has been within like a year um at least right so people love Eternatus. so 100 all right so let's get off of etern um and another deck that may see play um, and I've seen more of an uptick on it, at least on, uh, PTCGO is ADP 2.0. Um, RCS is still a good deck. Um, you know, lightning, uh, Pikachu, you know, the flying Pikachu still good against, uh, Lugia decks, uh, still getting good against those single prize decks. Uh, so it's good against Lugia cause it can kill it for one shots. Plus it's just good against Lugia because it doesn't take damage from those basic Pokemon. Um, Against Mew, we've seen the matchup. Um, nothing really changes. It's still like a 50 50. It really depends on who sets up first. Um, Path of the Peak is still uh, in that deck, so it can help. Um, and against Lost Box, uh, I think it's just kind of like a, a pretty good matchup. It's not necessarily auto win because of um, damage counters instead of just damage, uh, but still, I've seen an uptick of it. I'm not saying the deck is like BDIF, but um, I would expect to see a little bit more than we have in the last couple of regionals.
1: I'm not. I'm not a big. I'm not going to get on the R.C. train. I think. I mean, I, I wouldn't either. But I'm just
0: like I have see I have noticed a, a uptrend in it, um, at least in my
1: experience in the last couple of weeks. Um, I, I just. I still think it might be a little slow for what currently for that Lugia matchup and, and and it might not have the right amount of counter ability for it, for that Lugia. Right. I mean, you're probably
0: right, but, um, whenever you can search out whatever cards you want, uh, two of them, um, you're always still have a chance.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Definitely could Rocky it. So. Right. Okay. Another tech. And I definitely last week, um, said, you know, don't play these these cards. And I still think overall it's not necessarily the best matchups. Um, but Regis, especially if Lugia or if uh Eternus Weezing sees any play, Regis kind of are in a really bad spot. Um, but Regis, as far as going into Lugia's, um, a lot of the Lugia's I've noticed have either cut Manaphy or Dunsparce or both in order to do other techs. And I think lightning attackers right now are in a pretty decent spot to be able just to hit, um, hit for pretty good damage. So um, maybe a slight window for Reggie's. Uh, I know a lot of the really good players uh, a couple months back were really on them. Um, will we see Lugia have those answers still? Because it's it's trying to um, still play those texts that you know counter the paralysis so they kind of take the weakness thing away so where do we find reggie's as um you know sits in the meta currently right now
1: um i mean reggie's i don't know i i hate reggie i just want him to go away so do Um, i but i mean we've got to talk about it (laughs) but they don't want to uh i mean they're a decently good deck Well, they're a good deck and uh, just uh, they can do the damage needed to counter stuff. They're just uh, as long as they don't, I don't know, I don't, as long as they don't get kind of like posed by either like a Temple of Sinnoh or, or something where they can just, you can't use the Gigas and stuff like that. They, they still, they still can do their thing. And they can still, you have to take six prizes. There's no way to, around that. So you have to grind out six things. And that, that can be harder for Lugia to do uh, in general. Um, so yeah, it, 100%. It, it still can function in the format and do well. Right.
0: All right. Um, let's get on to the next one then. Um Let's see what do we want to talk about? We want to talk to Big Bad uh in the room and talk about uh Lugia. Um I mean it's still BDIF for a reason. Um I still think it's a good play. Instead of saying, "Hey, w- you should or shouldn't take the deck if you were to bring Lugia, what would you be countering against?" Cuz you can't um... fit everything. You can like there's there's the there's the option one. Uh, bring the super consistent build where you just try to guarantee as most as possible to get out uh double bird Lugia uh, plus attackers um, you pl- you're probably playing the Aurora version um, or you're playing you know text like like I would currently play like Eldegoss bird keeper um, for a couple different matchups. we play in uh Manfee um, one or the other or any other texts that you might see that are prevalent because of Eternatus.
1: I mean I'm not sure. If I was gonna play it, I would probably be on the you know, I would I definitely want the like the Evatol. I would ditch like the I don't know if people are still trying to use Raikou. I'm looking at lists, people still have it. In uh, there. I've seen
0: Raikou. A decent um, amount,
1: at least on live, but I
0: still don't think Raikou's the play, especially with uh Yvital. I think is just better overall.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I would the one thing that I liked seeing was the the, the Luminions, the double I like the double Luminion. I think double fish is a must. So I think I would just stay that like stay down that road and make sure you have a way to get out of paralysis mm. one way or the other. Um, find something to get you out of paralysis uh and slot it into the deck and cut whatever you need. Uh I don't know. Like I feel like Dunsparce is gonna be a way like you can if you focus on the speed you might not need it. But then again depending on the counters I don't like the I haven't seen like that I haven't seen a deck come out like uh when mew was at its height that is uh the the galarian Moltres build that was all single prize with the zero aura and, and things like that that was just a it's a single prize box deck that beat mew at its height and like i haven't seen that come out in in a version that's like going to do going to counter lugia the same way and then still be able to beat everything else mm-hmm. with not just hard lose um, whereas like, that would be the one place where you would really want, I think, Dunspars, because you have to be able to stop that. Like, you have to be able to stop that uh, weakness damage from those single prizers because if you just rely – if you – otherwise, you just rely on speed and just outpace the person through your knockouts. Like, you can – I think Lugia, Lugia can just plan on losing whatever it attacks with every turn, even if it's a Lugia V-Star. Right. still outpaced its opponent. Um, right. that's that's why I think you just focus on that. Don't worry about Dunsparce. Um, I wouldn't even worry about Manaphy because I don't know what can KO both the Archeops off the bench. Um, what, right, like, I, just right off the bench. Like, I don't know what can that. There's really not much in the meta that can, so screw all that, and just go with consistent. Uh turn one archy like turn one double archaeops lugia smack and then you can transition into the the radiant Charizards and the Evitol and Luminion. Those are the three cards that I think are like number one. Right, right. Uh I I am leaning towards cutting my
0: Dunsparce. I still t- right now currently am running Dunsparce um but not Manaphy, uh just because I I'm trying to block from the Oko, but I find it if I'm playing against a Lightning deck, I'm still just in trouble. Uh, so I might just kind of cut that card um, for either. Like, I think there's a couple cards you might want to consider if you're going to play Lugia. Um, Ordinary Rod is one of them to get back like a Radiant Charizard. Uh, so you take a big KO with it. He gets knocked out and you can get him right back. And then boom, boom, boom. Um, especially since late game, he's such a great attacker. One energy cost um so there's a there's a there's a play for ordinary rod i think if you think if you're a player that thinks eternatus wheezing is going to see a huge uptick um i i wouldn't say that uh like a one of escape uh, adding an escape rope um or even a um canceling cologne if uh might be worth it maybe more probably towards the the escape rope um, but I think your biggest friend in that matchup is your boss's orders and and Serena's. So if you're already playing a high count of those, especially Serena's, um, if they play Crobat down, you just boss up the Crobat, do what you want to do at that point. Um, but that being said, you don't always have that option. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I think Lugia, just go consistent with the Charizard and Yvital's. Um, Don't worry about text necessarily i still would kind of at least i'm running i'm i'm running the the elder but i don't know i don't know if it's necessary right now for this coming up weekend when it comes to matchups because i don't know if bird keeper over and over and over again is necessary because i haven't seen a lot of paralysis and i don't really see a reason to um continuously bird keeper
1: uh, is Stalin Stout, is, is still a must too? I, I keep Stalin's pretty good. Yeah, I mean Stalin is, you know, in is, there for those single prizes. It's, it's pretty good. It really it's just there for lost box. Like single prizes may, but the lost box match, right? Um Because you will see throughout the day at least some sort of rot lost box in a regional because it's the third or f- third or fourth most popular deck mm-hmm. at the moment. So, um. Just the threat of Stoutland really puts the pressure on Lost Box. So, right. Um, With that being said,
0: let's get into Lost Box because uh, it is probably the third best deck, uh, I would say most people think. Um, it has a lot of good matchups. It can just play that math game pretty good. Uh, for me, I, I think for me, the stock is down. Like you said, Stoutland is there. Um, Lugia is still just a, a rough matchup. Uh, Mew can be a rough matchup. I know there's still, you know, a lot of plays that you can do to win that game. But um, if you're going into, you know, a long day, nine rounds, having to go through a bunch of those decks um, really just kind of mentally fatiguing yourself. I mean, I'm a little down on Lost box right now.
1: Um, Well, it's hard for me to be down on it because it does, it does do well. I've seen people doing well with it in regionals, but specifically it's the Kyogre version. Because I think that yeah. version basically come up uh, what um the word uh, reacquire the prize trade that it needs at the end of the game to overcome the stoutland trade that you lose at the beginning of the game um with a Kyogre blast at the end of the game basically being right. able to take what you need. Um I think that was like... That's pretty much... I don't see like a Giratina version doing well because there's the Giratina liability of losing it early uh, before you can use it. Uh, and then if you're already losing a fate and, and, and it's two prizes, it's like... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could obviously in a perfect world, if you pop off, I think it would win, but yeah, that's a perfect world. Um, not every match is going to be a perfect world, but... I think if you can – and this is going to be a big ask because if you can get the lost zone down, playing it, and not have to have too many uh, Sophie's choices of do I lost my Kyogre or my energy recycler, <laughs> kind of right. takes, um, I think that will still do well throughout the day. But it will be a long day for you. So, I mean, it's not, it's not for the faint at heart. Hundred percent agree, uh, but it's still a viable deck. By uh, no means,
0: if just because I'm down on it, I mean don't don't play it. Because again, it's a viable deck; it can still do well. Um, we've seen it have lots of success against uh, even these top
1: decks. Yeah, I think people have figured out how to play against Ra- the Requaza version, so right. where that is not as well, that that might be like I'm a little down on that. Where that is not as well doing as well. Cause I think that just required like a style change, maybe a card here or something like that, maybe. But um that is not doing as popular, but I don't think as long as you that Kyogre, you really can't stop it. So yeah, I yeah, I agree. Uh
0: if if the Kyogre play is set up, you kind of feel helpless unless you can like I don't know, uh Marnie them into a horrible, horrible hand or something. I mean <laughs> I guess <laughs>
1: I guess that's the argument for the Manaphy. So, I mean, I guess so. Um, again, it's hard to tell.
0: Um, you know, how much are you going to see Kyogre? Like, are you going to see that? Is is Lost Box probably going to be 10 to 12%? How much of that 10 to 12% is Kyogre? Um, and then maybe that's another 6%, right? So maybe you're seeing 6% Kyogre Lost Box. Um, do you find that that 6% is worth teching against? I would say probably not. Um you just take your guess. If you feel like there's other matchups, yeah, for sure. Put put Manaphy in. But if not, um, yeah, roll with it. Yeah. All right. So one more deck. And you know, we've talked about this deck for over a year now. Um, but Mew. Um Mew is in a pretty good spot as always, although um you know, with uh with the, the uprising of Eternatus wheezing, potential. Um it might scare him, Mew away. Um, although I did lose to him, you this week at, at locals because I started Eternatus and nothing else. So I I went second. I went energy attached pass and then he just did his thing. Um I feel like that's like the only way Mew wins that matchup.
1: Yeah, uh I mean we've we've kind of come accustomed to saying it. Like Mew is gonna do new things. So I, I feel like you got a consistent build. If you got a consistent build of new, you know how to play it. You know the matchups. You can do well against the meta. Um, you really just, you probably know how to play against the deck that plays Drapion. Uh, you really just gotta like. I think it's all about dodging the decks that have double Drapion, and if you run across on the Turnus. Now, Eternatus is not like you said an automatic loss. There's ways to hopefully win. Uh, that matchup, um, and you can still do new things against Ternitus, but that's that you just don't want to see it because uh, it's kind of like you know heavily favored one way or the other. So, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it has decent matchups against other stuff. Um, I think it's you know like I like we said, um, Reggie's is okay, uh, pretty good against um if you play it right lost box uh 50 50 is again uh this feels bad lugia feels 50 50 uh, the deck is just fast um it's still four seal stone helps it um having the ability to even put path at a peak in the deck uh depending on the build um seems pretty good uh <laughs> against a lot of decks too so uh mu it in a ag- Decent spot. I still would say his stock is slightly down, just because uh, of you know the way the meta has shook up a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I don't know. Um, I'm interested to see. Uh, I think I'm going to be able to watch at least a little bit of of Saturday's stream uh, in San Diego. Okay, that's cool. So I I, I can't wait to watch. Uh, I always enjoy watching how the meta unfolds. Um, when i can obviously it's hard to do with uh you know family life uh and all that stuff but
1: we shall see yeah so wow uh, are we are we we're we gonna not talk about palkia then let's bring palkia up i wasn't going
0: <laughs> to bring palkia up because i still think it's yeah you gotta knock uh, you, you
1: know not gonna bring up the palkia to the palkia simp all right like right real?
0: okay I'll give you your time to say it. I don't know if you're allowed to say I'm, that word on a uh, podcast
1: uh, but <laughs> I think I think I'm just I I want to say uh, I think Jake Earhart actually showed us a good way to play some Palkia. The Articuna still can probably put in a little bit of work um uh, against some Palkias or against Lugia um and Palkia can do Palkia things as we've seen it do. So um if you really know the deck and you feel confident in it, I think it can still give you a good result. Um, I don't know if you want to. It's made top eight, so but it hasn't won anything recently. Like it, it, it got close. Well, Palkeviko did, so I take that back. Um, so it's still doing well, but the meta share is way down. So right. you're going to be kind of the rogue option. Uh, if you go that route. So I do think if you used Articunas and you figured out how to play around with that, you could do well with that. Yeah, greedy Lugia that's players. If you,
0: if you, if you're going to, if you think Lugia players are going to be greedy, uh, Articunas to play. Uh, you think they're if it, if the, you think paralysis is still on their mind,
1: you do not play that deck. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I'm just, I'm just saying that's my dark horse deck of the weekend. I think. Hmm. Someone you might still find someone doing really well with Valkyrie. Okay. okay, well, not you know, good calls there. Um, but with that, uh, we're
0: you know at a pretty good point of the podcast where we can uh call it an end. I know we we kind of rambled on about a, a few different things here or there. Uh, maybe we'll do our side bet stuff uh offside the, or outside the podcast. Um, um, or maybe we can wait till the next side and we don't need to punish you. Uh, again because you know you haven't won one of these yet so you maybe you're getting off lucky this week my friend well
1: i mean you can't always punish me because i need to practice for like (laughs) yeah i know team challenge is
0: coming up uh you know so we'll let you practice for team challenge i don't want your your teammates getting mad at you because you're playing fossils yeah (laughs) punish (laughs) Punish. i'll punish him in time it's fine it's fine um but uh yeah, I think that's going to do it for us here on the podcast. Um, I want to say thank you to the community again for sticking to a uh, to the end of the podcast with us this week. Um, and remember that the keyword of today is eternatus. Uh, so just shoot myself or Chuck a, a DM, uh, and we'll
1: we'll put you into the raffle. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if, as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pot. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me
0: at Penux one on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWhimsy and Ryan at Gaming. You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon
1: podcast at Pod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later.